New Vision is a church that places high value on Scripture. The Bible is made up of 66 books, and in this next portion, we're going to be going through a few of those books as a church family. We hope this tool encourages you and equips you to lead your life well. Thank you for joining us today. Hey, New Vision, this is Pastor Brady here. I'm thankful for all of you who have been listening to these podcasts in the midst of everything that we're going through with this coronavirus and everything that's happening politically and racially in our our country. It is good just to stop and be in the Word. Uh, And so if you have your Bible, let's go ahead and open them up to the book of Genesis, chapter 42. And I'm going to pick up reading today, starting in verse 18. And as you're turning there uh, in your Bible, you obviously, if you've been following through uh, with this podcast, you know we're sort of in the middle of this narrative on the life of Joseph, which to me is one of the most interesting characters really in the entire Bible. And so when we pick up in the middle part of chapter 42, a lot has happened. Joseph, as a 17-year-old boy, is uh, sold into slavery by his brothers. Uh, He makes his way all the way to Egypt. He has some stops along the way, and God is uh, constantly with Joseph. That's the thing that you see as you study the life of of Joseph, even though he has a dysfunctional family. And Nick, as he preached on that last week, uh, did a great job with that. One of the things that encouraged me is even in the midst of our dysfunction in our families at times, God still can use us in a powerful way. And so We see that in Joseph's life. We're going to look this weekend as Joseph faces temptation, as he's imprisoned in Egypt, falsely accused. God is with him there. And so when we pick up today in today's reading in chapter 42, Joseph is uh, second in command because of the wisdom that God gave him, the ability to interpret uh, Pharaoh's dreams. He's second in command in all of Egypt, and he has told Pharaoh exactly what's going to happen with this famine. And so now he's in charge of distributing the food. And in this uh, amazing, we might say, twist, but it's a part of the sovereignty of God, Joseph's uh, family back in Israel is starving, so his brothers have to come down to Egypt to buy food. And so when we pick up the story, Joseph, this is uh, chapter 42, is an, uh, can be a difficult chapter because it really seems like uh, Joseph is, uh, is treating them uh, really unfairly. He's kind of playing with them just a a little bit, but uh, there's really something going on here I think that we don't want to miss. I want to try to bring that out. Uh, In verse uh, 18, it says, On the third day Joseph said to them, I fear God, do this and you will live. And so prior to this, Joseph has uh, accused them of being spies and he's going to keep them all in prison. They've been in prison for three days. Now he's going to change course a little bit and uh, change the rules a bit. He says, if you're honest, let one of you be confined to the guardhouse while the rest of you go and take grain to relieve the hunger of your household. Bring your youngest brother to me so that your words can be confirmed that you won't die. And they consented to this. And so now one is going to stay instead of all of them. Then they said to each other, obviously we are being punished for what we did to our brother. We saw his deep distress when he pleaded with us but we would not listen. That is why this trouble has come upon us. Verse 21 to me is the key passage in today's reading. The event of Joseph's brothers, first of all, desiring to kill him because uh, they hated him because they saw his his pride. His his father Jacob played into this. His his Jacob showed favoritism uh, to Joseph and created just a lot of problems inside the family. 
But they made a horrendous mistake that had devastating consequences uh, really in their own lives and the lives of their family when they uh, lied to their father, told their father that Joseph was dead, and they sold Joseph into slavery, no regard to him as a brother, uh, as just a human being. And so they were living with this lie for 23 years. Can you imagine that? What a terrible family secret that they had kept uh, covered for 23 years. And really, here's the, the ironic thing, is they were the ones that were being punished the most internally. They, are still, they still can remember the look on Joseph's face and the anguish, but now they realize that uh, God is dealing with them and it's time for them to, it's time for them to come, come clean and, and, and really let uh, God heal them from this. Now, here's the thing. Abraham's promise, uh, God's promise that he gave to Abraham is, is going to take place that it is through these descendants and these 12 brothers uh, here that God's going to create a great nation. But in order for them to be a great nation, then they had to be, uh, they had to deal with the sin in their life. That had to be purged. And so that's what's taken place. Before these men could be trusted, they had to be tested. And so they had to, they had to deal with the sin that was going on. Verse 22, but Reuben replied, didn't I tell you not to harm the boy? but you wouldn't listen. Now we must account for his blood. They did not realize that Joseph understood them since there was an interpreter between them. He turned away, that's Joseph, turned away from them and wept. You see this in Joseph's life. Uh, Joseph, uh, a godly man who had God's presence on him, and he's a compassionate and an emotional person. When he turned back and spoke to them, he took Simeon from them and had him bound before their eyes. Joseph gave uh, orders to fill their containers with grain, return uh, each man's silver back to his sack, and, and give them provision for their journey. This order was carried out. They loaded the grain on their donkeys and left there. So they're returning home to provide food for their family. At the place where they lodged for the night, one of them opened his sack to get feed for his donkey, and he saw his silver there at the top of his bag. He said to his brothers, my silver has been returned. It's here in my bag. Their hearts sank, trembling. They turned to one another and said, what is this that God has done to us? Now, this is, a very, this is very interesting here in verse 28. Now, their silver being put back in their sack, uh, we might think, well, that was a very generous thing that Joseph was doing, and, and I, I can see that. But really, the way they saw that is they saw that as the people in Egypt would have seen them as thieves or spies, just like they were accused of. And so they felt like that Obviously, punishment was going to come on them because of this, because they've, in essence, stolen uh, this grain. But then they finally understand that they can't outrun the Lord, that all of these difficulties that they're facing, in a sense, have been a part of God's judgment for their sin. And so they're finally, after 23 years of hiding this horrendous secret, they finally understand that they can't outrun the Lord. Verse 29, when they reached their father Jacob in the land of Canaan, they told him all that had happened uh, to them. The man who is the Lord of the country, that was Joseph, spoke harshly to us and accused us of spying on the country. But we told him we're honest and not spies. We are 12 brothers, sons of the same father. One is no longer living, and the youngest is now with our father in the land of Canaan. The man who is the Lord of that country said to us, this is how I know if you are honest. Leave one brother with me. Take food to relieve the hunger of your households and go. Bring back your younger brother to me, and I will know that you are not spies but honest men. I will give. I will then give your brother back to you, and you can trade in the country. As they began emptying their sacks, there in each man's sack was his bag of silver. When they and their father saw their bags of silver, they were afraid. 
Their father Jacob said to them, it's me that uh, it's me that you make childless. Joseph is gone and Simeon is gone. Now you want to take Benjamin. Everything happens to me. Then Reuben said to his father, you can kill my two sons if I don't bring him back to you. Put him here in my care and I will return him to you. But Jacob answered, my son will not go down with you for his brother is dead and he alone is left. If anything happens to him on your journey, you will bring my gray hair down to Sheol in sorrow. So one of the things that we're seeing here is just the incredible, incredible problems that resulted uh, from the sin of these uh, brothers as, as, as they uh, did just a horrible thing to their brother and selling him into slavery. I think Nick said it Sunday in the message that sin always take us, takes us farther than we're willing to go. And this family had paid a high, high price for 23 years uh, because of this sin. And so I want to make one statement as uh, we look at this passage today, and there are plenty other things that we could think about in this passage, but here's one of the things that I want us to kind of pull out in, in an application for our day today. You see, the brothers didn't recognize Joseph. Uh, it had been 23 years. They didn't recognize him when they came to buy grain, but, but he recognized them. That's The scripture is clear about that. But even if we dig just a little further, here's what really is happening at a spiritual level. The brothers didn't recognize themselves at this point. You know, their sin had caused all of these, these problems, and, and they had still not been honest about their sin. This hidden family secret for 23 years, they had tried to run from it, but now God is bringing them face to face with it, and it was really, really judgment day. And so here's what I would say about uh, all of us in our life. All of us in our life, have something perhaps from our past that we've just never really dealt with. And uh, we can't be free from that in the past until we're honest about it. You know, I love Psalms 32, verse 3. David said, when I kept silent, my bones wasted away. And that's really what unconfessed sin does in our life. It really causes us to just to waste away. And so as I'm thinking about this passage today, uh, and these brothers having to come face to face with their sin after 23 years was just an amazing amount of time and how much baggage they had to carry around for all those years that they never had to carry around. But God in His grace wants to relieve them from that and He wants to relieve you. And so that really starts today. Perhaps there's just something from your past that you just cannot shake, that you, uh, you know, you've just been running from, but it's time to deal with it so you can be free from it. And so I think dealing with it just starts by being honest confessing that sin before the Lord, calling it what it is. Don't justify it. Don't play the victim or I, I did that because they did this, but just be honest before the Lord. He knows it anyway, and that'll start your healing. You know, for, for some of you, maybe meeting with a biblical counselor to really unpack uh, something from your past and, and being able to deal with that in a, in a healthy way and uh, let the grace of God cover that and free you from that so you can go on. You see, because our, our past uh, can really paralyze our future. And so I think it's a great thought today, uh, not just thinking about what um, these brothers did, but thinking about in our own life, what is something from my past that God wants me to liberate, uh, wants to liberate me from? And that starts with really being honest about that, confessing that, bringing light into it, and maybe bringing another trusted uh, Christian brother or sister into the situation to help you just to walk in freedom. I hope this uh, section of scripture encourages you. Thank you for joining us today as we studied God's word and we certainly look forward to seeing you back again tomorrow. Thank you so much for joining us today. We'll see you tomorrow as we hop back into God's word.